0: Block talk radio everybody everybody,
1: everybody everybody Let's get into it here. get stoked I got to see That tonight's going to be a good night. That tonight's going to be a good night. That tonight's going to be a good good
0: night. I feel it. Welcome everyone. Welcome Big Brother fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia and I'm so glad to have you with us tonight for the Big Brother Roundtable Show with the awesome Michael Cowboy Ellis. Oh, the, horse, the runner up of season five of Big Brother and also a member of the Four Horsemen Alliance. If you'd like to join in the conversation tonight, please do so by dialing one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. And once you're on the switchboard, Make sure that you press the number one key. That lets us know that you are ready to join us on air. Now, let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. 2016 Welcome to the Big Brother 18 Roundtable show What an episode of Big Brother 18 We just watched on CBS tonight Welcome Cowboy What did you think of tonight's episode? Yeehaw Oh I tell you what
2: You know I'm excited about tonight Just in general I'm not happy with who the HOH is However You know it, it's gonna be. It's gonna change the dynamic of the game. I'm so excited to kind of see what her brain is gonna do. I did choose uh, Bridget to uh, my top three picks to win the game. So I hope that she makes an amazing decision this week and changes the Big Brother game. I love everything that's going on. I love the dynamic. There's so much. Uh, going on It's like TNT in the Big Brother house But you know First off before we skip this Show going I know that Adam Park is Probably on the switchboard But I want
3: Sherry, Have
2: you ever had a day That you woke up Everything was going wrong And you literally was like Can I just go back to bed And start all over
0: Uh yes <laughs> I have had so, plenty of those days.
2: <laughs> absolutely. We all have. But I, I want to share how crazy my day was. So I wake up, I'm getting ready for work and everything, and guess what, Cherry? When it comes to finding my keys, I couldn't find my keys nowhere. I was like, where is, is I'm? and I'm tracking every spot I was at. We've all done that. We've all lost sets of keys. Okay, so I go and I look in the garbage just, you know, just to see if it was in there. I couldn't find anything, you know, and I'm looking, I'm tearing everything up. I go, you know what, it has to be in the garbage. So I go back, I pull it out of the garbage can, and I see it, see my set of keys at the bottom of the garbage garbage can. I literally, when I came into the house last night, I threw my keys in the garbage can I, I don't even know how, what happened, but you know what? It's embarrassing to say. But then I'm running a little bit late for work, right, Cherry? So I'm I'm kind of speeding a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. And oh no. Yes, yes. I, this
0: no. I see
2: this guy, uh, turned on this blinker. I thought he was going left. He was going right. So you know how we all. Tried to go around the vehicle. Yeah, so I was going to go around this vehicle. I'm telling off on myself. And he's turning right. So instead of hitting him, I, you know, pulled to the side at, you know, whatever speed I was going. I hit a curb and blew my tire out. But no one was hurt. My vehicle, obviously, been a wheel, now i got to get alignment and everything. But you know what? No one got hurt. But, I mean, I, I had angels because, I mean, I could have literally, you know, flipped the vehicle. But I was like, this is not starting off great. So I go to uh, the closest tire place, and uh, which was about two minutes up the road. Uh, luckily, this happened right in my town before I got out of town. So that's kind of a good thing. Uh, But in a way, some trees fell on power lines, and the electricity kept on surging at this place, holding up process. And I was like, you know what, can I just go back to the house and go to sleep? I mean, it was just crazy. But I wasn't the only one that was having problems at work. There was another person that had a flat tire this morning. I mean, it was just crazy for everybody. And then, of course, I get home 30 minutes into the show, and I, here I am fast-forwarding to get caught up. I'm excited. I got a lot of questions for Adam Pot, But I'm so excited for tonight. Today's my Friday, Cherry, and that was another reason. I'm so excited. I'm going on a three-day camping trip with my family, and I'm just just—I'm so excited. I'm pumped. I've now got my... Second win, and I'm I'm ready to get the show going. But I just wanted to share my crazy day because we've all had them. But I, I just wanted to rattle on a little bit about that and how crazy it started today. At but first, tonight, I
0: thought you were going to say that you got pulled over by a cop and got a ticket.
2: <laughs> well, you know what? Coming back from work, I was surprised I did get a ticket. But you know, uh, you know, everything's good. I'm excited. Tonight is going to be a good night, as Ron always said. And I'm ready to pull, uh, bring Adam Pock up on the switchboard because I tell you what, I am a huge Adam Pock fan, and I know he's a huge Cowboy fan, uh, literally a Cowboy fan, Dallas Cowboys. Woohoo! Maybe they'll win the Super Bowl this year. But I'm excited to have him on the show tonight. And if you've never – Listen to Adam Pock. He is, he has the big brother game down. So let's bring him up, Terry.
0: Let's do this. Let's let him roar. Here we go. Adam, thank you so much for being with us.
1: What's up, Terry? What's up, Cowboy? Yeah, uh, as Cowboy said, I'm a genius of the game from outside the house. Obviously, not a genius of. The game inside the house, but again, hey, you know what? Even the geniuses lose too, so I don't want to hear it. What's up, everybody? How are you doing out there today?
2: Good. How are you, Adam? I haven't talked to you in a while. How's the new baby doing? Growing like uh, a weed?
1: She's nine months, uh, nine and a half months. Her name is Natalie, which is why I'm also rooting for Natalie on this season a Big Brother. Uh She's not named after another one of my big brother favorites, Natalie from season nine. Um, just happened to work out that way. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's grown big. We just moved into a house. We, we got the house now. So she has room to play instead of a small apartment. Um, you know, cowboy, I've been having a couple days kind of like yours, uh, today, uh, over the last month, you know, trying to get settled into this new house. There's so much to do. So much went wrong. So much went right. But, uh, you know what? We have Big Brother to, to take away all of our personal worries and let us veg out for a couple hours a day every day.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Adam, I know uh, you do a block, and yes. uh, I, I I look at it. It's called is it to It's called tofu, right?
1: Uh, it's, it's the bacon tofu rankings. Uh, every week on big brother network, uh, on Wednesdays, I give out bacon strips to the people that were good that week. I give out tofu to the people that were bad. And every week there is a tofurkey of the week for whichever player just had the worst week. And, uh, you know, it's kind of easy, you know, early in the game, uh, you know, whoever's the obvious choice to go home, um, for one reason or another put themselves there, so the first two weeks uh you have yeah, Josiah, the Messiah and uh Victor with the uh with the Cause, I mean Victor was just so unaware he was so unaware of what was going on because he was just so self absorbed that first you know week with uh you know paul and uh with Paul and Josea. he uh, just totally did not even look at what else was going on, and that's a problem when you have people that don't know the show because they they see like an epis they see a season in like a week and they think you have to go in and play hard from the get go. You cannot go in guns blazing. You cannot go in guns blazing, but every year and we always see a recruit do it. We always see a recruit do it because we saw Devin on uh fifteen do it. We Dominic on my season did it. Uh last year we had Jace, uh came in guns blazing. Every season you have the people that don't know what's going on. Um which is why Paul was a great 180 this week. Paul was just like, okay, shit, I need to turn my game around. I need to just figure out who I need to kiss ass with to get further in the game. And that's why Victor went home and Paul's uh, Paul's here another week and probably going to be safe because I, I can't see Bridget nominating him.
2: You know, absolutely. You know, I tell you what, Pauly has a great, Great inside of the game, and he learned from his brother's mistakes. Uh, I like Paulie a lot, and you know, to be honest with you, he hasn't really played hard. He's he's winning at competitions, but he's not being arrogant. He's playing a great social game.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, Paul Paulie. Uh, I was actually talking about Paul the bearded oh, guy. Paul, but, oh, but, sorry, but. but Paulie, no, sure no, Paul, Paul. Yeah, P- Paul Lee is actually doing uh, a great job too because he's making you know strong bonds with people early, and then just also figuring out what's going on around him. Cody did the same thing. Cody had the strong bond with Derek, and then just played everybody else uh, you know around him. So Paulie's got, and Paulie's got you know a guy on his side with Corey, and he's got a girl on his side with uh, Zakiya. So uh, you know he. By him having those two that will fight for him, um, you know, Paulie right. recognizes that. And, you know, so the weeks that Paulie cannot, you know, save himself, uh, you know, he'll have a couple of allies that can do it for him.
2: Absolutely, you know, uh, to go back, I, you know, I get Paul and Paulie, you know, mixed up. We all do. Uh, to go back real quick on Paul, I've got a server that uh, works with me that is a huge Paul fan. And, you know, I kind of tease her because she loves biker, long beard, tattoo guys. And, you know, I said, you know what, Paul's going home this week. She goes, no, he's not, no, he's not. But you know what, he is playing playing a great social game as well. Uh, What's weird about Big Brother, and Adam, you would agree, sometimes how far you go into the game is just a luck shoot of who you get on your alliance. I mean, it could go either way, and you know his alliance kind of was not the strongest uh, of them all. But Paul is a—he's playing a great social game. For Polly to pull him off the block, that tells you something right there. He's—he's he's working the people the best that he possibly can, you know, and. I, don't, I agree with you. I don't think that Bridget will put Paul up this week. I think that Paul is going to sit good for the next couple weeks, actually. Um, you know, speaking of Paul and, uh, you know, Victor and everything, what do you think about um, someone coming back into the game? And so far, the ones that has been kicked out, who would you love to see come back into the game?
1: Well, I, from from day zero, I was a Paul. I was a Glenn fan. Uh, Glenn is a you know a New Yorker. He's the older guy. He's you know he he fits that you know oddball role. Uh, every season you have one of them. You had you had Enzo on uh, twelve. You had you know I guess you might have been the oddball in your season. I know I definitely was the oddball in my season. <laughs> um, so uh, you know, but again with with uh, with, Jose, with Jose going out with. Victor going out, I mean, this week it would have been, you know, kind of funny if Frank went out this week and then like Corey or Paulie went out next week. So, like, Glenn would have to fight against the, you know, five strongest guys, uh, four strongest guys in the house to get back. Uh, But, you know what, honestly, like, you know, without knowing who the other two people are, uh, I would really love to see Jose come back into the house just for the entertainment value alone because, you know, goddamn, he played a horrible, horrible, horrible game. And by the time he came back into the house, the way this house is dividing, I think he might flip through the cracks. And, uh, oh. you know, he, he would he would then, because he knows this time to keep his mouth shut. And, you know, in two weeks from now, I mean, you already see the, the veterans starting to split up. You're seeing the yeah. movies, like, tick, tick their sides. Um, so by the time, he, you know, whoever comes back comes back, the house is going to be a completely different dynamic. Uh, Michelle, of all people, is the only one that actually thought of that idea that somebody's going to be coming back. Um, you know, and again, she's a dark horse. She's, you know, sitting in the background. She's watching everything. She's including in conversations, but she's never the wow. one to, like, you know, be the big mouth. And uh, Zaki as well. Zaki is in a great spot right now, too. Uh, because, you know, she has the, the Mama Day as, as her meat shield. Um, you know, and Mama Day is starting to lose her mind a little bit. Uh, Frank, obviously, is overplaying it, uh, making alliances with everybody in the house. But, again, like, that's that's why, like, the Pauls, the Bronte, the Natalies, the Bridgets, they're going to end up going pretty far because these other big players are going to start wanting to pick each other off. And, uh, every year every year you see it, people complain like, "Oh, the weak people get to the end that's because all the strong people kill each other early, and the weak people just walk to the end and let's let's face it it's not really weak to make it to the end. you have to do something right uh well, you know, to be not to be non threatening <laughs>
2: <laughs> absolutely because adam i mean you i mean it's exhausting game in general i mean what people don't really realize uh inside a big brother. Is, you know, they were already probably in sequester play two weeks before they went into the house, give or take. And, you know, to me, that's when the game really started for me because you're stuck in a hotel room staring at four walls. And, you know, that alone drives you crazy. And then going in there and figuring out how to play this game, uh, you know, there's really not a right and wrong way. And it there is, but there's not. And you know, you know, I love when people says, "I would have done that differently." Well, you will really know <laughs> if you're in that situation, right, Adam?
1: Oh my God! It, oh, what I would have done? What I would? And we do it out here. We do it out here. We're doing it right this second, talking about the show, like what we do, would have done or what we think was smart. So you yeah, know, when you're in that moment, you do not have the, the same amount of information that the people on the outside have you only have one person's perspective, which, uh, you know, that's why, you know, I, I think the last couple of winners have been really good at that because the, you know, the game is already set. Like there, you say there's no right way or wrong way to play the game, but we know the format of it. We know how it's going to flow. And the people that you see winning are the ones that are smart and they are calculated. Um, You know, some of them get get lucky early. You know, Ian got lucky early. Steve got lucky early. But then they, you know, they pick it up and they understand what's going on. So that ability to adapt within the game while it's happening in front of you without all the other information is so much harder. Um, But at the same time, you know, there's like some obvious – cues and some obvious things that you should be doing, um, you know, the people that, you know, sleep all the time, the people that leave dirty dishes, the people that, like, you know, that tends to irk people so they, yeah. you know, they they don't want to trust you just because they're mad at you uh, because you're not right. easy to live with. And, uh, you know, that's what makes everything more difficult is because out here on the outside, we have emotions but it's emotions about other people. Like in there, it's the emotions of yourself that are, you know, you have to deal with the other people, how it affects you. So it's, uh, you know, it, yeah, when people say, I would have, I should have, you should have, I should have, you should have, whatever. No, 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 no.
2: You know,
0: Adam, even we and you he were both about... super fans, too. But what do you think okay. about them put, casting all these people that don't know anything about Big Brother you know there's people in there that don't even know who Zingbot is or who Rachel Riley is or how to play a POV what what do you think about those people I I actually, I like I like, it.
1: I like I like having the good mix I like having a mix of super fans and uh people that don't know the show because again like that's part of the fun is watching people figure out how to play the game um you know like as a super fan you, you've grown to know some of what to expect because you know, like I said before, the format, you know, the layout, you know, how the game operates day to day. Um, but to, uh, you know, to the people that don't know it, you know, what, like that, that's what made the early season so good because people didn't know how to play the game. People didn't know, you know, how to backdoor each other. I mean, it took years before people learned how to backdoor each other. Now it's like, you know, you have backdoors week one, week two, week three, you know, um, whereas, you know, so people learning the game and learning each other, which is why I hate the fact that they mix the cast. I hate the fact that they brought back people. I don't have a problem as much with the siblings, but I hate that they brought back old players. Bring, bring in four super fans. And, you know, then you'd have like, then you have like eight super fans and eight uh, recruits. And, uh, you know, then let the people figure it out as they go along. Um, But, you know, having the vets in there, it, that, but at the same time, as a viewer, it is fun. It is fun because these people know the grind. They know what they have to do, and right. you know some of them. Some of them learn from their mistakes. Some of them don't. And uh, you know, although I, to be completely honest, I could do without seeing a prank every episode of James. I, I'm I'm done with the pranks. I'm done, done, d-u-n, done, dunsky no more. Come on, like. Uh, James, James is complaining that he's not involved in conversations because he's too busy playing grab ass with the girls or trying to hide and, and fool people. You know, that's why nobody's including him in, in their plans. So, uh, so, you know what? So, uh, so,
2: so Adam, I'm going to butt in here. I, I, <laughs> you know, I got an opportunity to go to Wichita Falls where he um, he's from, and I got to hang out with him. Uh, at a big shindig and, I, and I'll be honest with you um, You know how When you come off the show You're in that shock You're in that moment uh, You're trying to figure out yourself Because it's like a culture shock Oh yeah Well well, James was in that moment And I feel like He is still in that moment And what really Stinks is I, Me personally I, I actually You know, I'm very loyal to my friends. You've been my friend for many years. And, you know, James was not ready to go back into that house. And I feel like he is going this time uh, and playing a different role uh, because he still was in that shock moment. And you get that person and you put them right back in, you know. and It just... I feel like um that's what we're seeing. He he's worried about just – he's just having fun. And he's he's not in that game mode that we saw last season, if that makes sense. Because he's oh. still in our culture shock of leaving the game and having to regroup his life.
1: Right, right. No, no, no. They they definitely have a cooling off period which you know, Mama Day on the other hand, Mama Day was the second one out. So Mama Day had The whole season, yeah, there definitely is a depression time, especially like somebody like James, who was America's favorite. So he was—I know he was asked to do a lot of events this past year. Uh, Him and Nicole were supposed to come to my uh, New York City premiere party, Um, and then I got a cryptic email from James saying he forgot he had a family reunion that day. Who the hell has a family reunion on a Wednesday? Come on! Um,
2: (laughs) So. at least he reached out to you.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. But it, but what was funny was Nicole. Nicole, on the other hand, like Nicole, and I had just talked like two days before. She did not lean on a thing. And then I, you know, the ru- the rumors start, and I see her uh, on Facebook Messenger, and I hit her up. I'm like, hey, if this is really Nicole, where did we first meet? And the answer was, uh, that's a tough one. I'm gonna guess Florida. And I'm like. No, I'm like, I took a taxi with you from the airport. Like, don't give me some vague thing I'm going to guess. Florida. No, no, it was – so that's when I knew. I'm like, okay, who's running her account? Who is this? Who is this? It finally broke down. It was her mother. So I knew she was going <laughs> back. But uh, come on, I'm a fanboy. I'm a, I'm a fanboy stalker, just like a lot of people listening right now. Uh, I'm sure I talked to a, a, a lot of the people listening right now. Um, but, no, James, I, I, I see what you're saying, that, like, he was – not back into the real world, like he didn't get his life in order. I mean, he's got his daughter, and, he, you know, I know he spent time with her. Uh, But for the most part, yeah, he was just out partying, which I'm really surprised in the episode on Sunday when he he climbed into that garbage can because James has definitely put on a few pounds since last year because he's been partying a little too much. So I'm surprised he, (laughs) you know, fit himself in that garbage can and even more surprised he didn't get stuck trying to pop out of it.
2: That's funny. That I mean, that's crazy. You know, did you see the uh, schooler that I was in the house? Did you see the all the websites that had me in the house?
1: I I saw a website for every every player that ever played the game except for myself. (laughs) Well,
2: that kind of thing. Speaking of yourself, if you do get asked to go back with having your daughter and everything, you go back.
1: Uh, you know, I, I gotta make sure that, you know, life is set for her and, you know, me, me being away for possibly three months or this year, it's what, 99 days in the house. That's over three months. You know, that's a quarter of a year, like, you know, to not have, you know, income coming in to take care of her. No, I, I better damn win that, that show. And I better, you know, still have a job when I get out. Um, so, but uh, you know what? I, I never say never to anything. But uh, you know, let's. Let, last time I, I got on, if my life was in perfect order for me to be able to go away for three months, now, not so much. But uh, wow. you know what? It, maybe, maybe in twenty years, uh, when I go back <laughs> with with Natalie as uh, father daughter, uh, I'm all about it. I'll only be, I'll still be younger than Jerry was, so that's fine.
2: You know, Adam, it's funny you say that. You know, my daughter turns 18 uh, next year, uh, and I, you know, try to convince her, hey, let's go do the show together. Let's go do the show together. She <laughs> will not do it. And I think it's because he sees what we have gone through and everything. You know, we don't live, you know, the best, greatest life ever because we were on TV. You know, we – You know, we live paycheck to paycheck like everyone else, and you know, you know she she just won't go do you know Big Brother with me, and I'm like, come on, you know I'll protect you, I'll I'll be there to hold your hand, and you know the thing is, you know more I think about it, Adam, you know I don't know if I could play the game because if she's on the block, I would lose it. I would be like, you know what, vote me out versus her, you know, and I know you would do the same thing. You know. Uh, it just, you know uh, I, I yeah. wouldn't be
1: so sure. I wouldn't be so sure about that. Come on, I came in third place last time. You know, at, at least you got some money. Uh, you know, if it came down to like me or her in the final th- you know, final two if only one of us could make it, damn I want it.
2: <laughs> That's funny. You say, you say that now, but you know Of course I say that.
1: Of course. I I, I self evict to let her go into the final two, come on.
2: Absolutely, I know you would. But, you know, speaking of, you know, families and everything, do you think that Vanessa and Cody sat their siblings down and said, okay, you need to do this, you need to do that? Do you think it like was like several hours in, you know, process? Because they both went far in their season.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, um, I, I mean, Cody and Paulie are a completely different beast than Vanessa and Tiffany. Cody. Uh, Paulie was actually the bigger Big Brother fan than Cody was, uh, you know, but Cody, you know, just, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a straight man, but they're both very attractive men. I will admit that. Uh, Cody's got more of that, like, you know, John Travolta, like young Travolta kind of look where Paulie is more like, you know, just like the regular guy look, the, the athlete guy look, but uh, you know, I, I think, uh Paulie definitely learned from what his brother did both the good and the bad. I think Vanessa and Tiffany are completely different. I think uh well they're exactly the same like each other, but I think you know their situation was different because Vanessa um you know Vanessa used her emotions to get what she wanted but wasn't even aware of it and Tiffany said, "Going in, oh, I know. I need to watch my emotions. I know I need to." And she's doing the same exact thing. She's doing the same exact thing. Yeah, and honestly, I don't even think she like realizes it. I don't think she's doing it for gameplay. I don't think she's, you know, like, oh, you know what, my sister did it, and you know, it worked for her, so I'm going to do it as a plan. I think just the stress that they that they have for. Which, which, again, that's why I like siblings, because siblings, no matter what you tell somebody before they go into that house, no matter how much you try to prepare somebody for that house until they're actually in it, they're not going to know a thing. Um, right. So, again, but, like, at least, I'm, like I said, from the Pauly side, P- Pauly and Cody side, like, Paulie was such a huge fan of the show. Paulie understood the game more. Tiffany says she's a fan of the show, but let's, let's face it, like, she doesn't know as much... Big brother history or how the game is played, like uh, like Pauly does.
2: Absolutely, and you know it's showing. You know, the the thing is, is you got to be able to go into that game and win a couple of competitions, and still have an amazing social game, and not get a lot of blood on your hands. And then once jewelry hits, that's when you go all out. You know, the ultimate goal, like if I ever go back at him, is jewelry Round. And you hear people say, that's my goal, that's my goal. And, you know, the thing is, is you cannot go in like Ronnie or anyone like that and go full force and start, you know, you, know, you just got to ease into your alliance. You got to just, you know, nowadays, Alliances happen on the first day anymore. You know that game starts right when you go through the game. You know into the doors to start the game. You know, I just I speaking of twists and all that. Think about road, the roadkill challenge. You know of that third player on the block. What do you think about that?
1: I I love that. I love because. Last time they did that was on uh season fifteen with the M V P. Which I didn't like that. I like the fact that everybody competes for that roadkill and everybody's gonna bust their ass to win that roadkill because A you get to put somebody on the block with you know, unless you're victory telling everybody about it, but you put you get to put somebody on the block and you are still able to play for HOH the following week. And if you lose that competition and you're not on the safe team, you are eligible to go up. So that forces everybody to play that hard. There's nobody – I get to hear somebody say, well, I'm going to throw the roadkill. I'm going to throw the roadkill. You do not want – like, yeah, you can get away with throwing an HOH. You can get away with throwing a veto. You cannot get away with throwing that roadkill unless your team is safe. And even then, you want to have that power. You want to have that you know ability to you know, put somebody up that you want out. So, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, I have a feeling once the uh, the buyback or the battle back, whatever they're calling it, uh, as soon as that happens, uh, we're going to see the uh, roadkill competition go away. And honestly, I, I kind of like those competitions. I think those competitions are not really set for one person or one type of person to win. It, it's, you know, at least for the first two, they're crapshoots. I mean, you know, figuring out math, you know, maybe that's a little difficult and like, getting undressed, holding buttons. I mean, that that's a, a, a true, uh, you know, anybody could win that. Anybody could win that. So that makes yeah. you know, that makes it even more important. Um, and I'd also like to point out that uh, the buyback, or the, the battle back, the Redemption Island, as well as uh, three nominees, were two things that I may or may not have said walking around the backyard on Big Brother 13 that I would like to see them do. So I don't know if it's a took my ideas. I mean, they're obviously not that original of ideas, but, uh, you know, I'm hoping somewhere one of the producers is like, hey, let me write this down.
2: (laughs) You know, the thing is, is, you know, we we've came up with so many ideas on the show and sometimes i wonder if robin cast or anyone like that you know listens to the show and i think you know occasionally i think they you know listen to Michelle costa or myself i think that happens um we we've thrown around a lot of ideas and you know my thing is is what really worries me about you know that roadkill and you know I'm speaking out loud, but what really worries me is production. You know, and I've talked about it so much. Is you know it's hard playing Big Brother. I love the game. I'm a very competitive person. You're you're competing against like three elements of that game, and you know it's so fun. It's it's like a rush. It's like you know I'm very competitive, and it's you know like one of those things where you know, it makes it more harder. And, you know, I feel like that this year, though, it's not going straight to one person. And it really is, I feel like, fair. And I, and I think that, you know, they're listening to people. And I feel like that this season has came across where it's not to one person. I don't think so. Do you feel
1: like that? I, you, you know, it, it's funny you say that because uh, the only negative I have about the roadkill is that everybody's not competing at the same time. So, you know, wow. if everybody's competing at the same time. But the whole thing is it's supposed to be anonymous. But uh, but as far as like you know, the the edits that that people are getting, I, I think Mama Day is definitely getting a very good edit on the CBS yeah. show because the the live feeds. Um, we see she's the one that's starting all the shit Um, and then on the CBS show we're getting you know her like oh I see what's going on here I see what's going on here I see like you know like her being the genius or the mastermind or the one starting the conversations um, when she's actually the one that's like you know stirring the most shit but they're not showing it in that way Um, but I, I do think you know having these four players come back these were four players who did not really play great games. Um, so it's not like, you know, my season when you had Dick, Danielle, Rachel, jo- uh, Jordan, uh, Brendan, and Jeff, like those were all people that not only made it to the jury and or won or came in second place, but they were all like, you know, formidable you know, um, uh, competition. I mean, Nicole, was Nicole a competition beef? No. Uh, Frank, yes, he was, but he didn't have the, the social game. Um, James had a social game and yeah, he had a little bit of a physical game, but you know, he was the first HOH last year and then slept for five weeks. And then all of a sudden wakes up like, Oh my God, I'm in the minority. All my friends are going home. I need to win something. Uh, but then he's the one that got bamboozled by Vanessa and had Vanessa, you know, kept Vanessa, you know, instead of getting her out, which would have been better for his game, in our opinion, as fans watching the show.
2: Absolutely. Speaking of fans, uh, I've got Adam Park on for at least another eight minutes or so because I know he's a busy man. Father uh, has to wake up early. If you want to call in, please call in. If you've got any questions, if you want to say hi to Adam, we've got eight minutes with Adam being um, on the air. We would love to hear from you. I know Adam loves his fans. He gives back so much. I see that he tweets so much. And I just, you know, what's so funny. is Adam told me to remind him, you know, in his email today, and I'm like, he's retweeting, you know, our show. So I'm like, I think that he's reminded himself. But I still shot you an email, but I, I was like, I think I don't need to do this. That <laughs> little,
1: but now, you, you, you know what? I just want to have it on every platform in case I'm like you know, doing something else. I mean, obviously I knew I was coming on tonight, but just, you know, I, I keep it in my calendar. I keep it in my inbox. So it's, I'm seeing it constantly. Uh, I don't know. We what do my have one caller you know?
0: waiting. Uh, I,
1: I'll get to, get to in one second, but uh, you know, I, I just, I, Believe me, for every one of these things I do, I because I do a lot because I love talking about the show and giving an insight as a super fan who actually was on the show. Um, so for me, you know, just to keep my schedule in order, I like to have the emails just so I can put it on my calendar and this way. There's no way I'm forgetting.
0: All right. Absolutely.
2: All right, Terry, let's bring this uh caller up. I'm excited.
0: We have jeff with us thank you for calling jeff Uh, good
3: evening
2: hey jeff how are you you got a question Um, for adam or myself
3: well um just want to say hi to adam and of course you remember me from the last several times we saw each other in new york city of course of course what's going on brother well um though he's not liked by many people so far um Paul survived another week, so I get to keep growing out my beard that, for the Keep summer. that beard. Keep that
1: beard. That's right. I remember uh, at the beginning of the season, Jeff said he's growing his beard. He's on Team Paul, and he's not shaving until um, Paul gets evicted. And I haven't been doing it on purpose, but I also have not shaved since the season started. And you know what? I, I think I'm going to join you. I think I'm just going to let it keep growing and uh, you know, be, officially be Team Paul from here on out Uh you know, so Jeff, other than uh, other than Paul, who else are you like in this year? Hmm.
3: I I also like Polly. Yeah. That's a good pick. And um so uh, So um it's between Big Brother thirteen and Big Brother seventeen. I wonder which of those cats will I get to meet everyone from first. I know for both those seasons I met more than 50% of the cast already. So it's, I'm battling between those two. All
1: right. Well, you got to get out to L.A. and because uh, I'm sure you can meet LaLon and Kalia. Um, I know you've met Rachel and Brendan before, right?
3: Yep. And I need four from Big Brother 13. I think I need eight now from Big Brother 17.
1: Who, who, are, you missing? who are you missing from uh, 13? Let me, let me guess. You're probably missing Jeff, Jordan, Cassie, and Keith.
3: Nope, it's um, Evil Dick, Keith, Portia, and Kalia. Those are the four I need from season 13. Really?
2: Wow. Well, Keith Keith is an amazing guy. Oh, yeah. The thing is, Keith don't really do a lot of
1: events. He's not social social media savvy, so he doesn't know about the events. um, Right. I have a question there, I'm going
0: to ask all three of you and see who's going to answer first. Men have been the first three evicted out of two other seasons. Which are they? we see that?
1: Men two, have been the five, first
0: three seven, evicted 17? out of two other seasons. Which are they?
3: You're talking about men being going first?
1: Uh, Who is third on Ten. Ten was Steven, Brian, oh, no, that was Angie.
3: Oh, no, no, it was –
1: I don't know. You're putting me on the spot here, Cherry. Who is it?
0: Big Brother 9 and Big Brother 15. And men won both of those seasons.
1: Oh, wow. There you go. Or Wait, Big Brother, Big Brother 9, how is that how is that possible? The Big Brother 9, you had, well, okay, because the uh, the, the uh, comeback, uh, what's the name, because uh, they got voted out, and then uh, I just watched the season, and Sharon came back in with, uh, who was Sharon's partner? <laughs> Jacob? Jacob, Jacob. Jacob, That's yeah. It. And fifteen, that's right, that's right. With fifteen you had uh Jeremy Nick and uh the the Brayden Wannabe. What was his name? David.
0: Pardon me, I didn't hear your question. I'm sorry? I didn't hear your question, hon. Oh.
1: Oh no, no, no. I, I was just I was trying to remember who the names of the three people that were voted off on fifteen. The first three. It was uh, David, uh, Nick, and then um, Jeremy. Jeremy. You see, J- again, Jeremy. Jeremy was a great recruit. He had no idea how to play the game. He came in guns blazing. I'm going to drink my wine. I don't care. You know what? That was. Uh, you know, that that's brings excitement to the game early. That's what draws us in. That's why th- these recruits. I mean, come on. Week one could have been boring. Josea the Messiah. When have we ever seen a player who never even watched the show call himself a messiah of the game? It was amazing. That was great TV. That's why I want him back. I want Jose back in the house just to cause so much shit on the Internet.
2: You know, Adam, I mean, he had balls. I mean, literally, to be – I mean, I I, I hate that he's calling himself that on a religious standpoint, but – He's got balls And if he comes back in I mean he could tear the house Up because he don't care I think whoever comes back In the house is going to be bulletproof. proof I mean they're going to have a Heyday And I feel like I'd rather See Glenn though I, You know you talked about Glenn and everything I actually like him I, I draw closer to parents More than I do anything and he seems like that fun father that you just want to, you know, go to the park with. And well, I, I already miss, you know, seeing him and hearing him. And, you know, he's just, you know, go lucky type of person. And I like that, especially his well, age. He has nothing well, to lose.
1: Well, I don't know if Jeff is still online or if Jeff's listening, but uh, uh what to, Um, Glenn's fiance was at our premiere party and she was a wreck. She was a wreck. So my, my lovely wife, Sarah, who's been there before. She was the one watching me on TV. She went over and she talked to her and, you know, they, they exchanged phone numbers and, you know, they're just like, you know, believe me, if you need to talk about anything, you know, feel free to call and I, I've talked to Kim a few times and uh it, it is so so nice to hear that she's uh you know getting intel from uh Sean um from production. Uh yeah. one of the executive producers. Sean is still the one keeping in touch with uh the families and and I told her I'm like Sean is a great asset to you. If you have any questions call her. She yeah. will talk to you any time of day or night. Um
2: you know, I, I still get birthday cards from Sean. I mean uh-huh. she is she is an amazing lady in and out and I mean the whole production, you know, the thing is is, you know, Sean has came a long ways. I mean, Sean is actually farther uh on the cast than you know, she was in season five.
1: You oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, no, she was, she was just like an assistant. Uh, she's worked her yeah. way up to uh, one of the executive producers One of the first five uh, names you see in the credits
2: Yeah, absolutely I'm, You know, I'm so ecstatic for her I mean, she's, you know she. I love her because she's to the point And, you, you know, she don't beat around the bush Or anything like that And, you know, I can respect that And, you know, just for her to you know, wish my kids a happy birthday or myself. And, you know, how many house guests is on her roster that she keeps up with? <laughs> I mean, I mean it, it's it, just, it, it's amazing. And, you know, how I look at it, Adam, and I think you agree, we're one big family, regardless if you're production or not. I mean, you know, we're all in it together. We all. Yeah, well, through the same stuff and we're, we you
1: know, own, we are definitely one screwed up family, but yes, that is so true we are a family you Everyone, know, we, we, we,
2: we, we've all,
1: yeah we've we've all had an experience whether again on either side of on the walls that uh is unique and hey, i mean they've been doing this show now for what seventeen years uh yeah. you know, two thousand- two thousand was the first season, and uh you know we're are still going strong and you know what? You know people that aren't liking this season, like stop, just stop. If you if you don't like the season, stop, stop, just stop watching, please. Just I, I'm, I'm so sick of people. This is the worst season ever. Stop watching, just stop watching. Okay, stop right. watching. So doctor, it hurts when I do this. Then don't do this. It's right. that simple.
2: Absolutely. And Adam, real quick, you know, yes. we all get this the certain fan. And I, I had a special moment today, matter of fact. This 80-year-old gentleman came into the restaurant today, and he said, you know, he said, several years ago, i seen you, and you're busy, and I couldn't come up to you, and today, you have made my day. And he shook my hand and hugged me, and he goes, sorry. You are one of my favorite players of all times of Big brother. I remember you, and i you know I started asking me questions and everything, and his son was there, you know, and everything and i I looked over at his son I said, "Do you have a cell phone that takes pictures and he he says, "Yes, yeah. and I said, "You want to take our picture?" and he made this guy. So happy and then I loved it and then he goes To another server Hey can you take all three of our Pitcher <laughs> Cowboy You're in the middle I mean it was like He was a producer directed This perfect moment And you know that's what we Live for we live for Those moments and we've Had many of them I know Adam You have as well but today It was special because you know, today was a crazy day. But just to get that one moment where this man saw me a few years ago and just didn't want to come up to me because I was busy. And, you know, it was just I'm glad that I was able to take that time and take a picture with that man because, you know, that's why we do what we do. do you I I agree? I,
1: I will end, end this with the completely opposite story. About the time when, you know, the two years after I got the show, so, you know, the fanfare died down, as you'll know. You know, yeah, when you first got out, every day, everywhere you went, somebody recognized you. And then it was like every other day, and then it was like once a week. And then, you know, after the first after the year, people at C, like, weren't you on Biggest Loser? And I'm like, no, no, no. But uh, I, I'm, you know, at my usual hangout, my usual bar in Hoboken when I lived there, and. I'm looking at my Twitter and somebody took a picture of me at the bar and they were like, I just saw heavy metal Teddy at the bar and I looked around and I had no idea. And I tweeted back. I'm like, you say hi, you know, like why would you, you know, like be that creepy? Uh, But again, you know, at the same time, the fact that somebody recognized me is very, you know, humbling uh, because I know I, I've been on, um, you know, living in New York and working in the music business, I've met a lot of celebrities in my day. But I'll tell you what, every now and then, when I see somebody, I'm afraid to talk to them. Um, I, I know how they feel. I know how they feel because it it it, it can be intimidating. But uh, me, like when anybody anybody's intimidated to like say hi to me or interrupt me, I'm like, come on, you don't even know me. Then if, if you know me, you know that you know. If you came up to me and started talking, I would talk to you in a in a heartbeat.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right,
1: Cowboy. Well, thank you again for having me. Cherry, always great to talk to you, even though it's a few minutes, because Cowboy and I have been rambling on all the time. But uh, I love that you guys are still doing this. And, you know, hopefully my life will be a little calmer and I can make my way up to, uh, to New Hampshire for choice to talk this year. I'm not promising anything yet. But, uh, you know, it's not, you know, you got all my support. You guys are doing a great thing with that. And you know what? We still got, what, 10 more weeks of Big Brother? This is great. This is a good time of year. Cowboy, you had a bad day, but hopefully I made your day a little less bad.
2: Absolutely. And you know, we we still got to go to a Dallas Cowboy game together.
1: Definitely, definitely. Well, I, I now live about two minutes away from uh, Giants and Jet, Jet Stadium. So if they're ever playing up here, come on up. You got a place to stay, but uh, yeah, the baby, the wife, and I need to get down to uh, Texas for a game soon. We got to go to that ho- the house that Jerry built. I need to see that place live.
2: It's amazing. It's amazing. But uh, you know, brother, congratulations again. I know you've been a father for nine months, but I'm so proud of you. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Give her hugs and kisses. I miss her so much,
0: and you as we well. We sure
1: will. We sure will.
0: They had a fair for me and give the baby a hug and a kiss too.
1: You got it, good old Cherry. And you
0: uh, whole- and,
1: uh, all right, everybody in Vlog Talk Land. Good talking, okay. good listening. Thank you for listening as always, and uh, keep enjoying the show. And if you don't like it, stop watching.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, brother. Have a good night.
1: <laughs> all right, later.
2: Wow, Cherry. I told you tonight was going to be a good night. Adam Park is an incredible, incredible man, and you know, I'm okay saying that, and you know, I just, wow, he he brings so much greatness uh, to Big Brother, and I'm just glad to call him a brother.
0: Yeah, we got to hear him roar. And I'm so happy for him having a new new baby and a new house and, you know, starting this family and, uh, I'm so happy for him, you know? I remember when he first came out of the house, I was there when he first came out and, uh, got pictures with him when he first came out of the house and, I remember that so well. Yeah. I still have all those pictures.
2: <laughs> that that is you know, Terry, I didn't realize that. So it was his yep. season that you got to be out that door, huh? Or it was it it was in Vegas, wasn't it?
0: It was well, I was out in California and Vegas. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay oh so so Cheryl said that she actually saw you out there, then she she don't remember, but she said that she that was the year she was out there really, yeah, it's a small world cherry i you know I tell you what this woman I didn't even remember taking pictures with her, which that was a rough year in Vegas for me, but you know she showed me and everything and So we met like three years prior, you know, to us dating. And, um, you know, here we are. The rest is history. But it's Um, kind of weird. Jeff is still
0: on the line with us, and he wants to say one more thing to you before
3: he goes.
2: Okay, go ahead, Jeff.
3: Well, um, Adam already knows about this, but I thought I'd fill you in, too. Um, Every season since um, Adam Was in the house well except for 14 um, I always connect growing a beard Out with the bearded house guests of that Season so obviously it would be Spencer Then Donnie then Austin and now Paul and of course when they get evicted I have to shave my beard off
2: (laughs) That is really Cool I I tell you what I can grow a beard like no other And after Donnie Was in the house I grew My beard out I did not Shave it for what about 11 months And it was huge It was just I mean I don't know if you're on my Facebook or anything But there's pictures of my beard And everything And when I shaved it My whole family Just <laughs> My fiance actually says she misses it But you know I'm more You know in the public eye and So I shaved it to a goatee And everything but you know I, I do miss it because I didn't shave for eleven months, I saved a lot wow. of money on recorders.
3: I believe that on um, season, I believe that on season five, I think you were probably the house guest who had the longest beard, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, I went off and on. I, I did different things. I did chops. I did. I, I had different designs. It was just I wanted to be different, and wow. so go through the season. I. I think I started off with a beard, then I went to, like, a chopper look and, you know, a, you know, just to a mustache. And, and then I think I went to a clean shave at one time because I think Julie Chan brought it up. You know, what do you think that your fiancé and family would think uh, about your new look? <laughs> you know, but you got to – that was almost 13 years ago, you know, and so, I mean – i I was a kid when I played the game, so but uh you know i I grow a amazing beard uh you know just probably twenty percent of men really can grow a good beard, and I have to say I can you know grow a good beard, but you know in my job you know industry, you know a beard's not really a good idea because you know hair going out in the food and stuff like that. But uh, you know, I am I'm, I'm a big fan I I'm a big fan of Duck Dynasty because I love their beards. I would love to grow a beard just like that. All right. Well, we appreciate you so much calling in and please, please uh be part of our show we do Manic Monday Michelle uh, Costa Does Manic Monday on Mondays, And I do the round table Every Thursday So far I've brought a guest Every week and so i That's my ultimate goal to have Somebody on and We have brought so many great Guests already and we just began So I cannot wait To see who I Have next week and Um, I'm hoping hoping I can get Vanessa on In the next few weeks And um, bring her Inside of the game I think it will be amazing To have her on the show So I'm in contact with her And we'll get through the World Series of Poker And then we might be able to have her
0: That would be so cool I know this coming Monday, on Manic Monday, with Michelle Costa, she is having Parker from Season 9. Oh, wow. So that's going to be a fun show. You know, Parker doesn't hold back anything, so we'll probably be playing the disclaimer and letting him rip, because he doesn't hold back anything.
2: <laughs> so
0: um,
2: he's, he's an amazing guy. I, I can't yeah. wait to listen to that show.
0: Yeah. He's uh he's from actually right here in my area. He lives out in California oh, yeah. now, but um he's from right here in, in the St. Louis area.
2: Oh wow. He's I, I got yeah. to meet him at Kales in Oregon and he is just downright amazing guy. I mean I yeah. have nothing to say. But Cherry as I had said this is my Friday. I'm literally on vacation the next three days with my family, and I'm so excited, and I am cutting the show short just because now it's family time, and uh, Cherry, uh, I know I didn't really respond, but you uh, text me um, saying, I hope your 4th July was great with your family. It really was. I literally got to the fireworks right when they were going off and got to... Spend time with my family. Got to pop fireworks with my boys. Oh, boy. uh, I, sorry, I I just get emotional. I I I I work, you know, a, a few hours, you know, a week. So just to be able to spend that little bit of time with my family, it, it's just it's heartwarming, and uh, you know, my my family, you know, sacrifices. You know, one to two hours a week, you know, because of Big Brother. And, you know, that it's just a part of their lives. And I, I thank my family personally uh, to give me this time to be able to give back to you guys. Um, I want to thank everyone that's going to listen to podcasts, everyone that's in the chat room, everyone that's listening on uh, the phone line. Uh, you guys are amazing. Without you guys, I would not continue. And um, uh, be a part of this So thank you so much um, To be a part of this show uh, I want to special thank Ron and his family For allowing us to continue with this show In, in his name um, I'm just so proud that this is my eighth season And tonight was an amazing night In and out Cherry, thank you for everything you do uh, Because without you This show wouldn't continue And I I appreciate you For being a friend A family member And just An amazing person in general So thank you so much
0: Thank you, Cowboy I feel the same about you, babe And I hope you have an amazing time Camping with your family You deserve it more than anybody, babe And be safe, have a lot of fun, and just enjoy that time with your your family and take pictures and, and enjoy every moment. Um, Absolutely. I hope you have a lot of fun and just enjoy the time away from the rat race and all the craziness and uh, enjoy your kids and, and your fiance and get away for a while and have some alone time with them. So we're going to close tonight. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Thank you, Adam Park, for joining us. And make sure you join us on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central for Michelle Costa the Monday show with Parker DeLone from Season 9 of Big Brother. He's going to be with us and letting us know what he thinks about the cast of Big Brother 18. So we're going to close tonight with Ron, as we always do. Thank you all so much for being here with us. We're going to wrap it up tonight. Cowboy, you have a great time on your vacation. Here's Ron to take us out. Good night, all. Take care. God bless. Be kind to each other out there. Here's Ron to take us out.
3: I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you and thank you for listening to the show and it was a great one it's always a great
0: one with cowboy and whoever his guest might be cowboy again thank you so much for everything you do thank you for doing the show appreciate you more than you'll ever know say good night to everybody babe
2: good night love you all god bless and thank you to our veterans and military that serves this country to give us this right to do what we do. God bless.
0: Amen. That's the wrap for tonight. Take care, everybody.